Welcome back to the Bosque County Blast. I'm Art Devitalis. And I'm Cynthia Davis. Today we'll talk to Scott Conrad from Clifton Feed and Supply and visit with the three candidates for County Commissioner Precinct 1. We'll also take a look at the annual meeting of the Central Texas Youth Fair Board of Directors. We spoke to City Administrator Marie Garland about a staff member diagnosed with COVID-19. You're listening to the Bosque County Blast. We stopped by First United Methodist Church in Clifton and talked to volunteers there. One duo was there as part of an ongoing effort of the Clifton Ministerial Alliance, a community of churches throughout town that provide outreach to help citizens, whatever the need is. Here's what they had to say. I'm Mary Jean Cope. I'm the pastor at First United Methodist Church in Clifton. And I'm Richard Hosey, the director of student and family ministries over at First United Methodist Church of Clifton. For the past six weeks, we have been filling in the gap time. School meal programs ended at the end of June, and they start again the first week of school. So we talked with the school district, with Andy Ball, and got some help and some information from him. The Ministerial Alliance here in Clifton voted to take this on and do this as a project this summer. So how many do they serve each week? We put together five breakfasts, five lunches for each student that we anticipate for each week. And then parents, we do that in Fellowship Hall at the Methodist Church, have volunteers. Mostly they've come from our church and from First Presbyterian, pack the lunches. Wednesday morning, we have volunteers come and load up all of those lunches onto our church bus. We drive across the highway to the food bank and set up in the food bank parking lot, distribute to parents and families as they drive through. We feed about 65 to 90 students get about the five breakfasts and the five lunches. Another little fun thing that we do for the students is that we add a kind of novelty item, a toy of some sort, and the last week we actually did a book and we give those kinds of things that helps them realize that, you know, we're not just here to supply them for food, but also to supply them with community. And, and these are the numbers that they've seen for six weeks. This is important to the parents and students that may not otherwise get a meal in the time when school stops and starts serving. Sometimes these past few weeks we've been having extra help from Kathy Meisner, who helps us with giving us extra food from the mobile food pantries. And she has been giving us their extra milks, their extra fruits, produce, and meats that we've been distributing also throughout to the families that happen throughout the weeks. And that's happened for, I think, two weeks straight, and we had milks last week, and then we had chickens, produce, and stuff like that two weeks. Kathy is in charge of the mission area for Emmanuel Lutheran mm. and coordinates the Tarrant Area Food Bank, the mobile food pantry that comes. This covers a baseline for a lot of folks. It's a real blessing for the volunteers and for the churches that, that have the opportunity to serve in this way. And now, to the news desk. Attention all Bosque County registered voters. People are needed to work at various polling locations in Bosque County during the November 3rd election cycle. Positions are open for early voting, election judge, and clerks. These are paid positions of a rate at $9 per hour. Keep in mind, election judges are required to work the entire time the polling location is open. Hours are usually between 6.30 a.m. to 7.30 p.m., although this may vary. 
To be considered, you must be a resident of Bosque County and a registered voter. With the exception of those under the age of 18, people 16 and over are eligible to apply, but they must meet specific requirements. If you're a Republican and live in Bosque County and are interested in being a reserve election judge or clerk for the November 3rd election, contact Republican County Chairman Janet Jackson at Chairman at gmail.com. If you are a Democrat and live in Bosque County and meet all requirements, apply by contacting Pat Toombs at 817-821-6129 or email T-O-O-M-B-S, Patricia, P-A-T-R-E-C-I-A, at yahoo.com. It's summertime in Texas, and it's hot. Better get out on the lake pronto. Be it a pontoon, a speedboat, deck boat, or a fishing boat, Uncle Gus has you covered with the Unlimited Boat Club membership. Leave the cleaning, mechanical maintenance, refuel, and even load up to the pros at the marina. The boats are stored for you and are available at any time with an hour's notice via the Boat Cloud app. The only charge is the fuel that you use with a one-time enrollment and membership cost and a month-to-month fee after. Find discounts throughout the park, including 10% off cabins, discount fuel, and more perks. The Boat Club is for adults age 25 and up with boat safety and on-the-water instruction from staff. Call 254-622-2276 to get started. Get out of your car and onto the water. Get off the boat and back into the car, hands-free, until next time. For more on every type of boat offered there, visit UncleGusMarina.com slash boat dash rentals. And give them a like on Facebook at Uncle Gus on Lake Whitney for the latest news. The Clifton Police Department executed a search warrant in Cranfield's Gap Wednesday, August 12th. Officers recovered stolen property and narcotics. And now, we'll hear an update from Clifton Police Chief Trace Hendricks. We had taken a report of a theft, started investigating the case. Ends up that the person that committed the theft had actually moved to the Cranfield Gap area. We went to Cranfield Gap, did some investigating there, and then confirmed that our property was there, and then we went back and got a search warrant. We executed that search warrant and recovered stolen property. But while we were in the home, we also found methamphetamine and different items of drug paraphernalia. So we ended up arresting one female who was there at the house, and then we have another suspect that we're trying to locate currently. We've got our suspect identified, and it's just a matter of catching up to him. We called for the sheriff's department's assistance. A couple of the deputies come out and helped us. Because of the location and Hamilton SO and Hamilton PD assisting also in the investigation, I just want to thank them. It's always good to be able to work with other agencies, and, and uh, we get more accomplished that way. Heading back to the subject of elections, do you know who you're voting for? In an effort to keep voters informed on their candidates and where they stand on important issues, we have scheduled a series of interviews so that people can hear directly from the candidates once again. We'll first go over the race for Bosque County Commissioners Precinct 1. 
We have spoken to all three candidates on this year's ticket. They include Democratic candidate John McPeak, then a surprise write-in candidate by the name of Brian Grounds, running as an independent, and we talked to Republican candidate Billy Hall. Hall won over incumbent Marvin Wickman in this year's March primaries. Here's Hall. You know, we just got through the tariffs race on the runoff. Now we're fixing to crank it up and get going. I've started putting my advertising signs to start getting the thing cranked up so we can get my goal accomplished, and that is winning this thing, so we can get people of Bossy County, particularly the ones in Precinct 1, some good things happening in their area pertaining to roads and the first thing I feel like is very important, the communication with the people out there who put me in office, first of all, uh, we put together for a yearly plan. By that, I want to hold meetings with uh, different parts of the communities in my precinct. And now, John McPeak. One thing that you asked me, you know, what inspired me to run, and I, you know, I told you the people inspired me, but... You know, we were talking about running on the Democratic side and Republicans, the big government, in my belief, not to be in our small community, people knocking at my door and asking me to run. I've had several phone calls from the different areas, one in particular, Laguna Park area, of Republicans calling me saying, hey, we need you. To me, that that means a lot when you've got both parties ringing your phone saying, hey, we don't need to vote for the party. We need to vote for the person, the community, and not as a party. In my opinion, if we fix the roads properly and maintain them, then we can stop the patching. And write-in candidate Brian Grounds. But I promise I'll have one job, and that is to check these roads, maintain these roads, and take care of the people that live on these roads. Well, how would you address the money issue if elected? Well, the only thing you can do there is just go in there with other three commissioners. And I don't want to raise taxes. I just think there's some money in there that could be allocated for the material that we need for these roads. You can hear the full interview that will be published with our News Blast podcast this Friday morning in a special elections bonus episode for Bosque County Commissioner, Precinct 1. Listeners, I'm Sherry Schultz at Clifton Feed. Let's talk about our pet department and focus on the summer flea problem. Warm weather is always the time that fleas attack your animals and your yard. Controlling the fleas should consist of a comprehensive approach that includes treatment of your pet, possible spraying in the house, and treating your yard. The goal is to break the life cycle of the flea. Stopping new fleas from hatching is the key. Clifton Feed in downtown Clifton, we offer products like Adam's Flea Spray, monthly flea pills, dog shampoo containing a flea insecticide, foggers for the house, and Sayonara Yard Spray. Drop by the store, explain your situation, and we'll evaluate it to come up with the right solution. Also, remember that we carry Purina, Pedigree, Science Diet, Exclusive, and Red Flannel brands of pet food. A whole section of dog toys and dog treats will excite any pet owner. Don't forget, we carry dog beds, pet crates, and dog houses to help your fur baby feel right at home. We even offer a frequent purchase program with exclusive and red flannel feed. Stop by Clifton Feed and let's talk. Please be gone. We can help. 
we spoke to city administrator Marie Garland about a city employee diagnosed with COVID-19. And here's what she had to say. The City of Meridian offices are presently closed for foot traffic due to an employee that contracted COVID-19. As a precaution and protection of the public, we are conducting all businesses by phone, computer, and night drop. All email addresses are listed on Facebook and our website. The affected employee is quarantined for two weeks at home. Other employees have tested and will return to work when their test comes back negative. All water, sewer, and street activities will continue as usual. This is kind of follow-up, and I'm not sure if you can answer it, but were they in contact with people over the city or there? Actually, the doctor said that it was 36 hours prior to becoming sick, and that was over the weekend. So we're hoping that there's been minimal contact. So thankfully, aside from the office closing, work in Meridian will continue as usual. How is the city responding to this? The city is responding by quarantining the employee, by closing the offices. The outside employees are working as they have been, and um, their services are not interrupted. All contacts that we get from the citizens through telephone and email have been addressed and are forwarded to the employees outside if we need to do a work order or something like that. So we're not expecting any delays or problems with any of the services here in Meridian. We're just continuing on, just doing it like we did when COVID first came out. Check out at Meridian TX on Facebook for Public Works news and water repairs completed around town, in addition to other important announcements. With the way y'all kind of have it set up, there's not a way for them to really be in contact. No, we have the wall and the window there at City Hall. We've been wearing masks. We've been asking our citizens to wear a mask when they can come in. And so, and we've uh, been sanitizing the counter every time somebody comes in throughout the day. Please pay attention to the news, wear your face coverings, wash your hands, sanitize your hands, and just be careful and take care of yourself during this time. Today on a new segment called The Rancher Wrap, we talked to Scott at Clifton Feed and Service about his knowledge of deer, hunting season, and even breeding quality deer stock. He said that there's three types of landowners that typically want to attract deer. The first, those that want to attract them into their backyard or property to observe them, and those that raise deer on high fence ranches that need to ensure their nutrition is optimal. From those that sell stays as a deer lease to those that breed for the best deer, here's what he had to say about deer nutrition. Corn is an excellent attractant. There are some things nutritionally that I'd call inadequate about it. It's a lower protein type grain, high starch, and you want to be somewhat careful of how much they consume every day. When we're talking about feeding whitetail deer on high fence ranches, it's again very important that they're receiving the right nutrition because it's of utmost importance to that deer ranch that they grow out as best as they can because we're trying to get them to reach their genetic potential. And without the right nutrition, those deer may or may not reach their potential. And something that has, that reaches their genetic potential is gonna be very valuable. Understand, especially on a high fence deer ranch, the owners have put in a lot of time, a lot of money 
into not only getting the deer on that ranch and the feed farm, but way back when they started, they had to develop the infrastructure for what they were gonna do. The high fence itself is very expensive. They came in, they say bought a ranch, high fenced it. They have to build roads, they have to build stock ponds for water sources. So why is deer feed important if deer tend to browse and can eat almost any plant? When somebody makes the decision to say high fence a ranch and get in the deer business, they're serious about it and they're planning on being in it for the long haul and not just for a couple of years. They're outlaying a lot of cash getting set up with all the equipment and everything that goes along with it. It's serious business. Deer business in Texas, I'm gonna call it equally important to Texas high school football. <laughs> yeah. It's big in Texas and always will be. People are passionate about it. It's, it's been part of their family's history and it will continue to be that way. He also told us about a Clifton Chamber of Commerce hunt that Clifton Feed and Service has taken part in for years. They evaluate points based on the buck's antlers and have scrapbooks of many winners from years past. They're posted on cliftonfeed.com as well, featuring youth with double-digit scores. Look out for an extended special episode on this, and that'll do it for the first Rancher Wrap. We'll have more as the fall continues. Dragonfly Therapy Services and Institute now offers teletherapy as Dr. Julie Merriman is passionately making a difference. Merriman holds years of expertise, clinical practice, and ongoing instructions to students, keeping the edge to solve problems in the process. For the Empowered Energy Journal, visit juliemerrimanphd.com. That's Julie, M-E-R-R-I-M-A-N, phd.com. She hones in on emotional blocks with a dual focus on spiritual and practical psychology. Merriman also has expertise with yoga, utilizing exercise to achieve peak mental health while providing a caring and comfortable environment. She's a Charlton State and Texas Tech grad, married to a local state trooper. She has her own YouTube channel called Julie Merriman, Ph.D., Dragonfly provides socially distanced in-person sessions, online and group therapy services in these trying times. For more information, visit at dragonfly.therapy.services on Facebook. Don't forget to leave a like before you go. The Central Texas Youth Fair Board of Directors met last week to hand out plaques and scholarship checks to youth that did well at the fair in June. We talked to youth, parents, and even Marianne and Daisy Dedeker who helped get the awards to the right people. Tonight we're doing check and plaque pickup for the exhibitors and prior to their getting their checks and plaques they had to write thank you notes and send verification of that to their county agents or ag teachers. And then at 7 o'clock, we'll have our annual meeting. And here are some youth. We had to work with our animals and feed them every day. Mm-hmm. I showed a lamb. And how'd you do in that? Reserve Grand Champion. So will you continue to show? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, awesome. Um, Beth Ann McMillan. Right. Could you just tell us a little bit about the competition and the award you won this year? 
I won first place with my show pick this year. For me, it was a great way in my senior year thinking we weren't even going to have the show. But I was very excited that I actually got to show this year. I got to go out with a win. So. Yeah. Do you have plans for uh, school next year? Yes. I'm going to Navarro College in Waxhatchee to study criminal justice. Very nice. Will the funds from here basically be going in that? Yes, sir, it will. All right, awesome. Well, thank you very much. And even a parent had high hopes for her child next year. My name's Alicia Walker. All right. My daughter Abigail won grand champion overall goat this year at the Central Texas Youth Fair. So we are here picking up plaques and check money. She'll be a freshman, so we will be back in the show ring next summer. All right. New directors were appointed and some special plans for this fall were discussed. Look out on bosquecountyblast.com for the new directors and more on this meeting. We have a special shout out to Dalton Ross. Ross spent the better part of Wednesday picking up litter along FM 219. The reason was pretty straightforward. He noticed the trash and just wanted to clean it up. Ross has lived in Clifton his entire life. Thank you for your efforts, Dalton. And hopefully more people will take note, follow suit, and refrain from throwing trash along our Texas roadways. And that's it for the Bosque County Blast. Join us Thursday for more. Keep an eye and ear out at bosquecountyblast.com as well as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm Art Devitalis. And I'm Cynthia Davis. Thank you for listening.